0: As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldroyd Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun when he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Welcome back to the Michael Aldroyd Comedy Podcast. It's been a little bit, it hasn't been too long, but, you know, we're keeping it somewhat regular now, getting back to our sketch. I apologize if it's not a regular sketch for you, you know, some people like uh, the ability to know exactly when an episode is coming out so that they can time it for their morning commute, say it's Monday morning or something like that. I apologize. I'm kind of like an unpredictable bowel movement, you know what I mean? It's very hard to pin me down, so... Hopefully when you do get the notification on your podcast app that I've dropped a new episode, aka Metaphorical Deuce, um, that you're not unpleasantly surprised by it. Hopefully you're just excited and you figure out a way to to fit it into your routine. Um, Then you go, when you have to go, you have to go. But that doesn't really apply to my podcast if I'm if I'm making the meta- metaphor of fecal matter because um, really you don't have to drop my podcast. I'm the one who drops it. You're the one who gets it. So maybe I should have, Maybe I should change the phrase when it comes to my podcast to when you have to get, you have to get. All right, that is a heinous opening and I, I honestly apologize for it if you didn't like it. If you liked it, you're welcome. It was all improvised Anyway. It is Sunday, July 1st today. It's kind of a weird um, week because, you know, obviously, f- July 4th is always awesome, especially if you're uh, a United States citizen. Um, but July 4th this week falls on a Wednesday, so it's like, do you take off the entire week of work? Like, do you just take off Thursday and then go back to work Friday? I don't. I, I. I'm guessing that most people will work Monday and Tuesday and then take off the rest of the week. It's very. It's hard. It's hard to know what to do. But what I do know is, for the next, you know, four or five years, it'll be much easier. This is hump year. You know, Wednesday is usually hump week, but right now we have hump year for Fourth of July. It's the. It's on a Wednesday, so. It's like, what exactly? What do we do here? Do we take off? What are we going to do? Are we going to, you know, go to the Hamptons? I don't know. I've never been to the Hamptons, uh, guys. But I do have a friend that uh, may uh, that may invite me. It's actually TBD for Fourth of July. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, you guys probably don't give a shist about that. What do you care about? You care about the Michael Oldroid comedy podcast and comedy updates. And what's going on, that's probably why you're tuning in. You wanted a refresher on what's going on in the world of comedy and what's going on in Michael's world of comedy. Um, I do have a few updates that I wrote down that I thought were relevant. I mean, honestly, every day I go on Google and I try to. Well, let's not lie to the listeners. Whenever I happen to go on Google, I don't have a frequency. It's a lot like this podcast. It's very unpredictable. Who knows if it's every day or not. What I do know is that when I go to it, I see uh, updates in the world of comedy all the time. So how do I pick and choose? Well, I pick and choose the topics that are happening in the world that I care to talk about. Unless there's something really big. Um, The first thing I'll talk about in the first third of the episode today, which is updates in the world of comedy. Ding, ding, ding. I should have like a little ringtone or something. Updates in the world of comedy First one There was a comedian who was recently sued For posting revenge porn um, A.K.A. Posting videos and pictures of his ex-girlfriend Publicly um, And he's being sued And reprimanded in different ways Apparently he's complaining That he can't get a gig or booking anymore uh, And I have to say Ryan Brooms, I don't know you personally I hadn't heard of you before this but what the heaven did you think would happen if you posted revenge porn, bro? Come on, you know? I made a joke about it in my first comedy special about how um, anybody that I've ever made uh, porn with, or, or I should say sex tapes with, uh, they better never cross me because I can strong arm them with our sex tapes. But I would never do that, actually, which I shouldn't say that out loud because if any of the girls that I've made um, sex tapes with hear this, then they might think they have some leverage on me, so I really should still play the the poker card, but I would never do that, it's wrong. I would never post, you know, previous, I would never pull a Ray J, you know, on on a chick that I've filmed sex tapes with. That's wrong, right? I, I think it's, uh, it's immoral. Uh, and yeah, no, no surprise, you dip dank, you know? You're, you're no surprise that you're gonna both get sued and be kind of like hated or chastised by by some people um, and, and blacklisted, right? That that that's something you that's something you don't do. That's like saying uh, that's like a a person doing comedy and then committing murder or something, publicly like admitting it and doing it and then saying why can't I get any more gigs? <laughs> Not very smart, my friend. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know this guy, and I don't want to bash him too hard. But geez, dude, I'm 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 not even. Gonna, I I think that's just common sense, you know. It's it's out of respect for the, the human being that you created that beautiful bukkake porn that you did. I don't know what kind of what what kind of sex tape it was, but dude, just show some respect, brother you know, it's heinous, it's heinous, any girls out there, if you're listening to this, and we made sex tapes in the past, still show respect for me, but, you know, just because I'm being nice, you know, by explaining that I would never do that, don't use that as, as leverage on me, please, not that you would, but, you know, alright, awesome, I still got them in the archives, baby, that's between me and God, um, those sex tapes. Hopefully, um, you know, like if I die and somebody goes through my apartment, uh, they might find the sex tapes. Uh, that, that would be bad. And I apologize. I want to apologize in advance to any girls out there um, that I've made sex tapes with. In the off chance that I die, my apartment gets raided and the sex tapes come out of my personal archives. I do apologize uh, in that case ahead of time um, for, for, um, you know, for those leaks. I do apologize in advance. Uh, I ask for your forgiveness in advance, please. Um, and if you ever want to, you know, just pull them out of the archives and take a gander at them together, feel free to hit me up, you know? It's a good time. It was fun making them. All right. Um, let's see here. Here's the, here's the only other update that I, I didn't write that down that many updates this week, but I thought that that was, juicy enough to pretty much stand on its own in fact the second update is really not uh, much of an update um, it's talking about how DCM is in New York this weekend uh, the Dell Close Marathon you guys everybody's anus just quivered up a little bit in disappointment on that update um, you know I started off real hot and with some juicy stuff about sex tapes and revenge porn um, and my moral stance on it. Uh, And then I went on to this DCM weekend thing. I mean, what's my deal? I apologize to myself and to you guys for having such a second boring update. Now, it's actually a big deal. Del Close is the man. For those of you that he's no longer uh, on Earth, a.k.a. he's no longer alive, but he is one of the um, grandfathers or you could say he's like the founding father or one of the founding fathers Uh, of, of modern day improv and how Saturday Night Live, um, came about, you know, kind of where the, the beginnings of improv and sketch comedy originated and, and kind of his, his mindset, not mindset, but his methodology, uh, using sketch to create, um, using improv to create sketches, right? Um, so there's a book called truth and comedy which I've been trying to read forever I need to get it on audio or something because I suck at reading I hate it I talked about that last week I was listening to Kevin Hart book I I continued it by the way I continued my my audio recently this week I was I took a bath one day is that weird I I, I know it's weird to randomly take baths as an as an adult usually when when usually when when adults take baths it's like a grown woman in her mid-30s that's single that drinks wine in the bathtub and there's bubbles. That's that's what I imagine when I think adults taking baths. I don't think of, of grown men taking baths, but I did take a bath while listening to Kevin Hart's audio, and it was a little bit weird, um, you know, being naked, uh, listening to the sweet sounds of Kevin Hart's voice, but uh, I did extract some good takeaways and really educational things that I'm applying to my comedy, um, you know, uh, down to the nitty-gritty of, you know, like, trying to document, trying to get people's, like, contact information after shows and stuff so that I can create a CRM. I'm going to hire a, I told my buddy, uh, one of my buddies, Jimmy, you know, you guys are, you guys know him, Jimmy Barriolis. he's uh, having his daughter talk about him on almost every episode. I was in Philly last week. He's the one who's letting me listen to Kevin Hart's book, so I was keeping him in the loop on the rationed time that I get with him. Jimmy, when he when he has like a few free minutes, he'll he'll ration it out to me. I you know I have like like forty five minutes worth of things to talk about with him. That's constantly growing as long like in, through the amount of time uh, that we don't go talking, and he'll ration me four minutes. So I'll like just like like regurgitate as much as I can in that four-minute stint, and then he has to go <laughs> back to his busy life. Um, but one of the things that we were talking about recently, because he's, he's a, a very helpful, um, is I told him that I need somebody to constantly send out, uh, like... Uh, like they, I need somebody to constantly submit me toward projects for like a, a, to to try and get invited to auditions for casting calls. Right, uh, I'm on backstage, and he's like, you should hire an Indian guy. Uh, like hire it's like four bucks an hour to have some dude in India, um, just like. Do that type of work where it's like a a constant repetitive type thing and you can really get a lot of value out of it. So I'm thinking about hiring an Indian guy to do some of the, uh, to do some of the, the basic kind of, um, monotonous tasks, um, I don't, it doesn't have to be limited to just India. If there's anyone listening to this podcast anywhere in the world that wants to get involved with LOL Droid Entertainment for below minimum wage, please hit me up. Let me take a sip of my coffee real quick. I'm kidding, guys. I think that you, uh, if I was serious, you, you might hate me. Um, well, I'm kind. No, I uh, I am serious that, I, that I'm kind of beginning... The, the beginnings of LOL Droid Entertainment um, and potentially hiring some people maybe as part-time or one-off to, to maybe outsource some tasks that I have because, you know, there's never enough time in a day to do everything that I want and need to do for the comedy business. Isn't this exciting stuff, hearing uh, hearing all this uh, boring business talk? Hey, what tasks, what type of task do you want me to do? What type of task do you want me to do? Alright, that's my impression if I hired an Indian guy and he, uh, you know, uh, wanted to start, you know, getting to work. Hey, it looks like I got some followers on Twitch right now. What's up, guys? Appreciate you joining. Uh, I don't know if you can write in the, t- in the chat box. I don't even know how to use Twitch. I apologize. But, uh... Hopefully you're having fun. I, I I don't know what else to say <laughs> right now other than I'm give, I'm currently giving updates to, to my life for the viewers uh, in my comedy pursuit. Uh, I might move back to LA, guys. I'm not sure yet. Um, I lived there for four and a half years pursuing comedy before I came out to New York. Uh, I've been here for almost four years now in New York, but there is a chance I will move back to LA. Uh, my brother's moving out there. Um, and um, uh, you know some th- some things are uh, reorganizing in my life right now to where LA may be a, a more attractive option. So more more to come with that whole thing. I'm not sure yet. Money money goes a lot further out there than here. This this closet right here. If you only knew like just the rent in this closet alone, I think everyone's eyes would pop out of their the head of their. Penai, I don't know. I think uh, uh, if you knew how much rent I was paying for this closet, your eye your eye would pop out of your penai head. All right, that's really stupid. Um, yeah, I, I should let somebody move into my closet and charge them rent. I think that'd be. Uh, I think that I could make a little bit of money that way. Anywho. Uh, what have I been doing? I've been I've been really hustling, man. It feels like 24 hours a day. The only time that I'm not doing something for comedy, because I'm constantly thinking about it as well, as well as entertainment, I'm is when I'm like lifting weights, or sleeping, or eating. And even when I'm eating, sometimes I'm working on stuff for comedy. But I'll be sleeping to to just recharge my batteries. I gotta plug myself into the wall outlet. Otherwise, I'll drain all the juice. So, yeah, I got to rehydrate and live. You know, I got to be the human being. Like I said before, if I could use a bedpan and an IV, I would. And just, like, inject myself with surges of energy at, at important times. But it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, right? Comedy is my life's work. Think of me as a mad comedy scientist. I'm an alchemy. I think alchemy. LOL alchemy is in my name if you rearrange the letters. So I just got a bunch of... Pots and pans and comedic gold nuggets brewing at all times, uh, and oftentimes, uh, you know, gold doesn't always brew. You know, when you're panning for gold, you know, not every joke that I say or that I write uh, is funny. You know, it's uh, it's an illusion. No, it's kind of funny. I don't know. I, I'm I'm naturally funny. Like like I feel like God gave me the ability to be funny in the moment, and and learning the craft of comedy is just a hundred percent a grind. I feel like God has blessed me with a natural sense of humor, and then all the work that I put in toward comedy, in like the manufacturing of the humor and the craft and the material side, is like my gift back to God. Is is deep and ridiculous as that may sound. Um, I mean, can I get an amen? Huh? All right. Um, anywho. So what have I done? I've been submitting for festivals lately, comedy festivals. I submitted to the Boston Comedy Festival, the Maine Comedy Festival, the Baltimore Comedy Festival this week. I also submitted for NACA for the first time. Uh, I've been going to auditions, um, been submitting for auditions. In fact, when I get off this, I have to film an audition. Sometimes they'll have you like do a, a self-submission as your audition, or at least as your first audition. They'll give you like some sides to read and... You film it and you send it over. So I actually got to do that before end of day today. It's 8 o'clock right now. Uh, and then I got a show at 9.55. So I think I'm going to run out of time. That sucks. I think I might miss out on that app, guys. They, they, they seemed excited, though. They said they, th- they think I'd be the perfect fit to, to play the mayor of New York for this random film. I don't even... I'd have to look at it to tell you exactly what it's about. But um, I did get a freaking... Offer for a part in a future film. Um, I think it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday when I found out. Uh, it's going to be, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's an independent film or what, but it seems legit. I mean, I auditioned for the movie. I auditioned for the part several months back. I can't remember if I talked about it, but the name of the movie is Shakespeare's Shitstorm. Uh, that's not a joke. It is a comedy, and I, I will be playing, I guess, somebody... A character that is the party executive of something. I don't. I don't exactly know, but I think I'm supposed to be the fun guy. So, I mean, if you rearrange the letters of my name, it fits, right? It's my. You can rearrange it to find Hey, CEO Dildo Realm. So I feel like that aligns very well with party executive. Maybe they'll let me wear my uh, American flag thong in the movie and get a little bit more excitement going for the crew. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think partial nudity might be required. Uh, I feel like, hey, as long as I don't have to show my schwans, uh, I don't care, right? I guess I've got a really hairy butt, so uh, I don't think anyone even wants to see that. And if they try to make me wax it or shave it, I'll say, no, this is, this is God-given. This is the God-given buttocks of Michael Oldroyd. Um, so you guys are in for a treat if you go to check that film out. I don't know what kind of distribution it's going to be, and... I am excited because my part has 17 days of filming, so it starts at the end of July, goes through mid-August. Um, I'm excited, you know. Uh, I, I plan on taking the role, and hopefully, I'm not going to get in trouble for talking about it. I really, I really wouldn't. the The director's name is Lloyd Kaufman, uh, so check it out on IMDb. I'll have an IMDb credit after this a speaking role. It's finally, it is a start. It's finally. It is, a com- it is a start in the movie business uh, from my perspective, I feel it is. Uh, I've always kind of been curious to know like how that transition will happen. When am I actually going to finally get like a-, a speaking role in a movie? And uh, it's exciting. It's encouraging. Uh, it's legit. It's acting experience. And uh, it's a nugget, man. It's-, it's a stepping stone for sure. It's a legitimate traction slash stepping stone and Anyway, so that's kind of where we are with that. Um, what else am I doing? I'm, I'm focusing on my Instagram and YouTube channels, so check those out. LOL Droid is the YouTube channel. It's kind of hard to find, so just type in LOL space Droid D R O Y D, and maybe comedy or Michael or something like that or Old Droid, and you'll see my little caricature with it. I made one video so far. It was about Pete Davidson, and Ariana Grande. Um, it's different than what i talked about in last week's podcast but has some overlap whatever um that dude is is like you can tell he's on top of the world right now he, he he's like <laughs> he's constantly doing crazy stuff now i feel like he's like what's the word for it um he's doing a extended touchdown dance he's doing a victory lap right um he's uh he's very like every photo that I, I i follow him on instagram now and his like tongue is out on like every photo uh like those uh like those mauris for like the hawaiian like you know when they play uh, rugby and they stick their tongues out i feel like he's he's showing off he's 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 letting everyone know uh where his territory is <laughs> so good old pete davidson um yeah, I I enjoy the the Instagram updates, Pete. So speaking of Peters, um, I started watching crashing uh, last night actually. So one of my female friends, I have this friend that I've been I've been becoming more and closer friends with this girl, uh, and it's kind of a unique uh, interaction we have to one another. She's like my wing woman in comedy slash. I think by an external definition, some people would think she's like my girlfriend or something because <laughs> it's turning into just this natural, like, we have like this symbiotic relationship and she's 100% down to help me. Like, like in every way, she really, I guess, believes, not just believes in me, but wants to see me do, be successful. And she's probably going to listen to this podcast and critique it. But she's a, a sweet-hearted person who... Um, I was like, why do you want to help me? And she's like, it gives my life purpose. (laughs) I mean, I'm not laughing at that. I think it's like, I'm honored, you know? I'm honored that she thinks that helping me helps give her her life purpose. That's at this point in her life, right? Um, Obviously, Um, whatever. Anyway, um, so we started watching um, Crashing, and we were laughing the whole time because this dude's life is pretty much mine. Like, not just his life, but the way he's like so like naive and innocent. I'm aware that I'm naive. Is that not naive? <laughs> I'm aware that I have like a uh, an air of innocence and naive naivety, but it also comes in from my own my grounded belief system and what I what I believe in in most, which which is love. Uh, and as a result of that, I don't I don't get lost in all the Scheming and like sensible rationale type stuff. I just kind of let go and, and let that that faith kind of like dictate my life, um, and and I'm realizing that Pete's character in a lot of ways is similar uh, in the the show Crashing, HBO's Crashing, and it's funny, it's ironic because uh, I actually met Judd Apatow. Um, I've talked about it before, but it was during the filming of Crashing. He's the producer. Uh, I haven't met Pete, but I have seen them filming. So I've seen Pete like outside the comedy cellar, um, a handful of times. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's funny because I finally put the, sometimes when, when I was out and I don't bark anymore really because, uh, I've been kind of moving up in the business and I don't have to, but last year for a stint of six months or so, I was barking at the lantern constantly for stage time. People would walk by when i try to get them in. They'd be like, oh, I've seen crashing. Keep it going, man. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep doing the Lord's work. I'd hear that every once in a while, uh, which I always found to be um, encouraging. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's funny because I feel like Pete's, Pete's life in a lot of ways, as a, as a barker and just kind of like trying to get traction in the business is uh, is very similar um so i might have to reach out to pete davidson you know maybe try to get a uh, on that show i don't know you know maybe hey pete you don't want to put me in the show or hey we have some similar beliefs uh i like you they like me okay anyway uh back to my friend um funny stuff she's uh she's actually moving uh tomorrow so it's good you know right as we start to, like, develop a good, uh, connection, she's, she's leaving, so that's, uh, that's exciting, um, but, uh, Hamptons, hey, I've never been there, maybe I get to go there for 4th of July, right, that's, that's the person I was mentioning, okay, cool, anyways, uh, we're pretty open, you know, she's, uh, we fornicate, uh, uh, you know, we fornicate, she gives great head, and, um, uh, but we're, we're in an open, we're in an open situation, we're in an open sitch, so, you know, I mean, I don't want to know about the guys she's fooling around with, uh, if she is, and uh, and she doesn't want to know about the girls that I'm fooling around with. But you know, it's a fun, it's a fun sitch, you know. (laughs) It's a fun sitch, you know. Like she wants to, like we'll go to a comedy club, and she's like, I'm gonna go. She's like very uh, like hands on. She she wants to, she wants to like like just jump out there and like get people like interact with like people that are famous or whatever and try to like help me. So she'll like go up to like a, a guy comedian and uh that's like successful or further in the biz and start talking to him and he'll get like the wrong impression and think that he's that she's interested in him, you know? Uh, and and like take a liking to that. And I'm um, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like getting a little bit jealous secretly, but I also know it's like for my benefit. <laughs> so it's like, is she gonna bang this guy to help me out? Like what's I mean, I don't want to interfere with what you with your business, you know. I mean, if if you got to bang him to help me, then I mean, if that's so be it, you know. It's we all we're all you get to make those choices as an as an individual. I I, I respect that, you know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question your methods. I'm not gonna question your methodology. You know what I mean? In, in trying to assist me, so. Um, but yeah, it's like a comedy wing woman. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and she she told me she feels like my my B I blank, blank, blank. Right. And I, when I heard that she was texting me, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like that. I'm so sorry. I, I would never like, like want to make you feel that way. You know, she's like helping with some, some like online stuff. And I was like, no, no, I, I would never want to make you feel that way. Please st- stop helping me. If you know, I, I don't know where the line is here. Y- you volunteered to want to help. And she's like, no, I, I actually like it. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, Hey, Oh, huh? Hey, Oh. So, good stuff, you know. Hey, you want to be my secretary? I don't know, I'll pay you some money if you want. Oh, yeah, I offered to pay her for, like, for helping me out. She's like, no. Like, she was, like, she felt like that was disrespectful for me to offer to pay her. So, it's, it's crazy when someone comes to you with, you know, she, like, I didn't ask her to do anything originally. She just, she calls me one day, and she has, like, this, like, long list of feedback for like my my social media presence. She has she has history like working in in some social media, right? So like search engines and all of stuff and I was like, "Wow, I feel like if I was like the boss at some big company, this is what I would want an intern to say in order to get the job." You know what I mean? It's like, "Wow, you're you're being a great intern right now. You're going above and beyond. I'd like to offer you a job." And she's offended by it. So Life is something, you know. You can never really pinpoint <laughs> what the heaven is going on. <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious ways, is what I'm trying to say, guys. Anybody horny? All righty then. Um, all right. What else? Um, I had some weird stuff happen to me uh, recently. Remember that story I told you of the the girl that has two dogs? or she had that puppy that i wanted to get i I even talked about that in the youtube uh video anyway she uh i saw her recently she has two new dogs now i'm like oh crap these dogs are so cute like now i'm falling in love with these new dogs again you know i saw her downstairs and it's like crap i'm gonna get i'm gonna get lured back in and want to adopt these dogs i really shouldn't do it right now i want to be able to give a dog a full life but i i just love them so much i i want to I feel like in life, it's it's important to follow your heart, and sometimes my heart just says I want to lay down in a pen full of, like, 30 puppies and let them bite my toes and fingers and just play, you know? Put on a cup so that my schwanz is safe, and then just roll around and bark with them and just kiss them on the forehead and, you know, give them treats and play and sing, you know? You gotta keep... You, you, you gotta never lose the kid in you is what you, what I'm trying to say, guys. I'm... I'm a kid, I, I don't let the kid die, right? In fact, I nourish the child within me. My parents, uh, when I was a baby, they gave me the nickname uh, Buddha because I was so uh, fat, bald, and I was always happy. I was always laughing and smiling. I think part of that is nourishing the, the inner child. I mean, sitting in my closet right now, you can actually see my elf, cons- my elf costume uh, from, Christ, from Christ Mass. It uh, got me on the news last year outside St. Patrick's Cathedral, so that was fun. Um, what else? I got a, a nice Japanese robe in here and some Star Wars posters. You, can, you Never let the kid die, guys. Nourish the child from within. All right. Um, what else? Any others? I'm going to close out, probably, keep it somewhat of an early uh, episode for the night by just maybe sharing another story or two. Um so, so to clarify, I'm not in a relationship, guys. I am still out there, just kind of. Uh, I think that I don't. I wonder if this girl's trying to secretly rope me in, you know? I don't know. <laughs> She's hitting the sweet spot, you know, by uh, attacking the comedy uh, full force. She knows she knows my weakness, which is my love for my comedy. I guess. So if that's her, if that's her plan, you know, how dare you? trick me you know by uh by freaking uh you know attacking my comedy the, the my my where my that's where my heart is all right um let's see here uh i called the other day i had an issue with uh with my apple i was trying to sync up my one note with uh, my apple watch because sometimes i'll read my notes off my apple watch when i'm doing comedy Uh, Very helpful tip there for anyone that does comedy. I feel like I'm on the cutting edge of that. I invented that idea. Um, So if anybody does that in the future and you think it's cool, you're welcome. Um, Unfortunately, I know I'm not going to get anything in return for it. So just consider that a nugget of love right there um, utilizing OneNote on your Apple Watch and scrolling through your notes when you're doing a presentation or public speaking. It's, it's brilliant. Anyway, it wasn't syncing up recently. So I, I Googled Apple customer support and I don't think I, I don't know what I was, I didn't like go to the Apple website per se. I just, it was one of the Google searches that came up and I call and some dude picks up from India, maybe the same guy that, um, that I was trying to potentially hire to work for me uh he picks up and I started explaining the problem with him and he it seemed a little bit off you know he asked me for my my Apple ID I gave him my my Apple ID and then he's like what's the problem and he said have you been doing any illegal activity you know with your with your through your Apple ID lock and I was like what uh no that's that's a weird question to ask um, and he's like, well, right now I'm seeing that there's three users. Um, there's you, and then there's a user in South Africa, and then one in Russia that are all sharing the same Apple ID. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? You know, um, that sounds off, right? And he, he, he told me these things without even fully taking the time to understand what the problem was first. So like I started to just get these little red flags going off. Sorry, I just farted. Um, I started to get these red flags going off and I'm, I'm thinking this is really, this is weird. So I, I, I just hung up the phone. I didn't say bye or anything, I, I, I just hung up. And then he called me back immediately, which never happens in customer service, right? Because I never gave him my phone number. So I guess he had caller ID. And he's like, oh, we just got disconnected. I was like, yeah, I I hung up. He's like, oh, why did you hang up? (laughs) I said, because I don't think you're real, dude. You know, like, I don't think that this is legitimately Apple. He goes, why do you you think that? I don't understand. And I was like, because you're not talking to me the way a normal Apple representative would speak. He's like, can you please um, explain what you mean by that? And I said, no, I'd rather not, and and I'm going to hang up again now. Please don't call me back. So um, I may sound like an asshole in the way that I described that there, but I know that this dude wasn't real, or at least I think he wasn't actually Apple support. I went back to the Apple website. I looked up the customer support. I called that number, which was different. I told them what happened. They said, yeah, that doesn't sound like it was Apple, right? Um... So they said nothing can happen by you giving him your, by you giving him just your email. But in a way, I hope he emails me back because I, I need to hire somebody to submit me for all these casting auditions, you know. I wonder if he'd be willing to go below $4 an hour for me. I don't know. It'd be, that's the going rate, so I'd, I'd be interested if I could, uh, you know, utilize the, su- the laws of su- supply and demand uh, for jo- job opportunities Guys, is that evil? Is is capitalism evil? Evil, you know, the idea of manipulating supply and demand. Uh, hey, sorry, it's just good business, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we can't pay any extra since uh, you know the market doesn't allow. Uh, you know, oh, we can't pay extra even though you know what you're doing is creating tremendous value and I'm profiting, you know, three hundred times that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, just pay the very, very little, very little, whatever I can to just get by, you know, <laughs> sorry about that, you know, just good business, I don't know, feel like uh, there's some, it's all how you look at it, man, I, uh... some deep stuff right there, let's, let's, let's go ahead and uh, avoid that topic for now, because there's, there's too much, too much to get into there, I'm going to take a sip of this Gatorade, tell you my last story, and then I'm going to get the heaven out of here for the day. Uh, gotta get ready to go do some comedy tonight, man. All right, so here's the last thing that I'll share for today. Such a weird thing, all right. As you guys know, you can probably even tell from my closet that I have stuff that I'm trying to sell. I, I there's only so mon- so many hours in a day, but there's. You know, I'm trying to find time to get my... And I just did this last week to re, like, republish some stuff on Craigslist that I've been trying to, to, to get out of my apartment to save space and make money that I don't need anymore because I've, I've upgraded in a lot of things over the last year or two. Uh, and I just I don't want to just throw it away, but maybe I should. Anyway, one of the things I'm trying to sell is this window unit that I bought a few years ago. It was like 230 bucks, brand new from Costco. Uh, I don't need a window unit anymore because the place I live in now has its own air conditioning unit already built into the, to the unit itself. It's it's a lot better. Anyway, this girl, who has a, he, she actually has a cute picture. She responded on Facebook Marketplace, she, so she, I can see her profile if I click on it. And I looked at it, and she's actually cute, right? She says, "Is this available?" Talking about the window unit, I, I have it listed for $148, because I like the number 48, and I figure, you know, it's, I don't know, maybe I could get 148 for it, you, you know, it's retails is one, 229 plus tax, so, you know, it's somewhat of a discount, I've used it for two summers and it's in good condition. I said, yeah, it's available for pickup, are you interested? She said, how much, even, she asked me how much it is, even though it's, the price is listed as 148 right? So I said retail was like two thirty. I'm selling it for one forty eight. You know, I'm like explaining it without trying to sound like, "Hey, don't ask me dumb questions, right?" I'm I'm going out of my way to give good customer service here. She says, um, "I am sorry, expensive eighty dollar. I can pay." I'm like, "Sorry, eighty eighty is very low." With a frown face, I gave her emoji just to, you know, show that I care and I, I want this transaction to happen, right? She said, "I live in Brighton Beach." I don't know why she's telling me that, so I just responded by saying, the air conditioner is is a great apparatus, Uh, do you have a car, right? I guess I was thinking, are you able to pick this thing up because it's heavy, right? I wouldn't recommend uh, trying to take this on a subway or, or the bus or any other mode of transportation aside from your own whip. That's what I'm thinking, right? Again, I'm, I'm kind of looking at this girl and checking out her profile all at the same time, right? I'm like, this is interesting. Maybe I should lower my price, just maybe we can hang out for a little bit. I don't know, you know, just figure out, maybe there's another way she can help pay for this uh, this apparatus. I don't know, you know, I was just kind of thinking. Uh, I said, do you have a car? She said, yes, I can pick up. I don't have more money, sorry. I said, "K, but 80 is too low. Sorry, I had to stick to my guns is what I decided in my own head. This is where the conversation everything twists, guys. This I wouldn't bore you with this bullshit conversation if it didn't twist into something kind of exciting. So this is where it twists. Uh, again, I'll read my last text and move from there. I said, K, but 80 is too low. Sorry. She says, are you married? How old are you? Two separate back-to-back texts. Okay, first of all, what the hell are you talking about? This is like a thread for... That's like a Craigslist person, like, completely shifting gears. She's no longer, we're not, we're not, t- like, she's shifted away from the air conditioning unit. I guess she's creeping on my profile, is all I can assume, right? So I said, no, why, ha ha. And I, I, I entertained it by answering her question. I told her that I'm 31, which I was hesitant to, to even do that, but fuck it, you know, whatever. So she's like, good, same me, 1987, 1987. Which means that she was born in '87. She's also 31. And then she says, "Do you have girlfriend?" I said, "Are you hitting on me?" LOL. She said, "No, I'm not." That was her response. Which obviously she is, right? So I said, "Why do you ask?" And and it showed that she's not hitting me. On, I guess she said, "I'm looking for someone to get married. It's only papers. I don't have any private interests. I pay. I am from Georgia, country Georgia." <laughs> I said I never had somebody ask me this before what I was trying I didn't want to tell her this because it was actually happening but you hear about these things right usually it's like in an email or something or or, or something where it's like a, a fake email address or you'll, you'll hear from these people like oh put the money in the bank account you're a recipient of like some prize money just give me your bank account number blah 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 right but this girl is like It has to be real because she like went and found my ad on Craigslist and she actually is serious, right? Like I clicked on her pictures and it looks legit. She's got a bunch of pictures with family. She's got a bunch of friends. It's not like she's got like two friends or whatever. So I'm like baffled by this thing, right? And I'm intrigued where this is going, even though I'm not going to marry this woman, right? So she said, did you know, Georgia? I said, no, but I know now. She's like, it's nearby Russia. And then I said, I know I'm kind of, I didn't tell her no yet um, as far as like, no, I will not marry you because like, there's a part of me that was intrigued to know her proposal, right? Like I wanted to know what she's willing to do to marry me. Um, you know, I felt like the, the bad guy in the movie, uh, the Dark Knight, you know, the, the mafia guy when the Joker comes in. And they're like, we need to get rid of the clown. And and one of the mafia guys said, I want to hear proposal. <laughs> you know, like, I felt that way inside. I kind of wanted to just hear, I want to hear proposal. That's how I felt inside, right? So she said, I know, but it's true, true. I am serious. And then I says, are you on Snapchat? Right? I, I wanted to do that because I wanted to take this conversation offline and untraceable. Um so that I could potentially, you know, maybe get some some, uh, inappropriate pictures or something uh, as as a form of uh, an offering, right? (laughs) I don't know, like, follow me. I'm not saying I would actually go that far. I wouldn't want to mislead a woman, right? Uh, Under any circumstance, including some random chick that's hitting me up through Facebook Messenger about my Uh, my window unit. I wouldn't want to mislead her either, you know, for, for the window unit or my potential marriage prospect. Anyway, I said, are you on Snapchat? She said, no, I'm not. I can talk to you on messenger face to face. I have two boys in my country. I want to bring them here in USA. I need this marriage. I said, I'm curious to hear your proposal because it's such an unexpected thing, but I can tell you that I won't. I guess the good in me wanted to just kind of be upfront and not waste her time, even though I was very curious. I uh, as soon as she mentioned her boys, I just, you know, the, the good boy in me was like, "All right, I, I gotta, I gotta just let this one go." You know? She said, "Okay." Um, I said, "Marriage means something special to me, um, so I, 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 you know, I can't do it." She said, "I know, but it's only under papers. I don't have any private interests. I don't know what private interests she could have." Like, what does that even mean exactly? I, 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 I don't see how her saying I don't have private interests helps sell the situation in any way possible. I don't I don't even know what private interests anyone can have. Either you're in love or you're not, right? Like, that's what I'm going to marry somebody that I love, right? Anyway, I said, sorry. She said, no problem. I'm just asking. That's it. And then I said, want to meet for fun, though? Because I'm just thinking, hey, you know, like, We could always just meet. Like, I wouldn't mind just, like, seeing. I mean, I wouldn't mind at least just, like, grabbing a coffee. You know, she's got a cute profile. Maybe we could, you know, do business with my window unit. And I don't know. Maybe, I mean, if we really hit it off, maybe we will get married. I don't know, right? So I asked her if she wanted to meet. She said, everything is under papers and under judge. You can see my profile. So I said, nope. You know, like, I'm not, I'm kind of done talking about the whole marriage thing now, right? I just mean meet for fun let's stop talking about marriage i said if you want to meet sometime let me know but i'm not going to marry you for papers we can text though if you want right that's my way of saying you want to text let's get this conversation off facebook i don't want it traceable she said i'm sorry i can't so i'm like okay this chick wants to marry me but she can't text me okay interesting that's cool fair enough you know i said no problem and then I'm thinking like conversation over is what I'm thinking, right? So she keeps it going. She goes, I want to bring my boys because I need this marriage. That's it. <laughs> I said, okay, good luck. She said, okay, thanks. Uh, and that was the end of the conversation for a while. And then later, later today, this all happened today, by the way, a few hours later, I get a, <laughs> I get another message from her. It said 100 dollars <laughs> please it's too hot and then she gives me a fire emoji that's her way of like renegotiating you know like we she went from 80 now she's offering 100 right and then she says I can't stay I don't know what that means I can't stay I said sorry $100 is too little she said please I pick up myself uh, and then I said sorry $100 is too or oh, I said the price is 148 I can't 48's my favorite number I can't sell it for any less than that so I don't know you know, I just, right now that's where the conversation is. I don't know if there's more to it, but who knows? Maybe maybe this is my future wife. I don't, I really don't know, guys. I mean, you never, know... You never really know, you know? Anywho, uh, I'm excited about Film on the Flick. Uh, uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, I'm... One of my friends is a model. She's got a, this, like, really striking, beautiful face. She's got, like, 80,000 followers on Instagram or whatever. So we're going to start making these Instagram sketches together. You guys should uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, I'll – actually, feel free to look her up because we're going to make the Instagram sketches together. So there's nothing – like, this is not private. Uh, her name – is neve adkins but it's spelled N I A M H A D K I N S. she's from like a couple different countries um she's got an accent really pretty uh and i'm excited to make some sketches with her so i think that'll cause my my following to increase hey guys you know uh, at the end of the day if you want to get more followers just like put some hot chicks in your pictures it'll it'll really boost your stock it's uh it's crazy how that is. The world is superficial is what I'm trying to say, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much my... Uh, my uh, fame doesn't matter is what I'm trying to say, really, if you think about it, you know? But anyway... Uh, I'm still doing it because I want because I love laughter I love creating laughter and I want to bring it to the to the whole world I want I want to bring infinite love and laughter to the whole world that's my my mission statement i want I want to create a earthquake uh, in other words anyway have a good week guys god bless bye bye thank you for listening by the way am I the only one who's horny? <laughs>